All right, guys, it's your girl MB. Welcome to the Respectable Woman Podcast. Today's topic is respectfully, here's my boundary. Uh And I'm with my homie, your top model attorney. Hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) The only Feranda Brassfield. What's up, Feranda? Hey, sis. I'm a little raspy, like, I don't know, y'all. I'm just trying to make it. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that you are here. Raspy and all, you looking beautiful. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Um, I always give a little backstory to my guests. Okay. And so, um, let Ooh. me... Yeah. Girl, hold on before you get to tell a story. <laughs> we should we should discuss this backstory. I'm listening, though. I'm listening. I remember it very clearly. Um, um, I will say that I stereotyped you. So this backstory is going to feel, um, it's not going to, I mean, People it do. was what it was. You know, okay, so I was in my MPA program, for those who don't know what that means, Masters in Public Administration. And I took um, a semester or two off, um, for personal reasons. And so the people who I I was with, my cohort, you know, they kept going. So when I came back, summer of 2011, I think. Um, that's when it was. That's when it was. <laughs> um, I come back and I come back to class and it's just, you know, a whole bunch of different new people. And, um, and I was a type of person in class where I um, I argued, I had healthy debate, and it was very rare that people could um, come at me with a debate. And so I'm in class, I'm sitting up front, I say something, I forget what I even say. Then I heard a voice behind me challenging my statement. This I, said, is I, <laughs> I said, the hell? <laughs> Who is this? I turned around. I looked and I was like, huh? And then I was like, this girl was on top model and she in here challenging me. It threw me off. I was like, this what we doing? This what we doing in the MPA program? It threw me off all the way. And I felt a way. I felt a way in the moment. But I respected, but I felt a way, right? And so we ended up, had a break. Um, in the class and we were in the break room wherever the vending machines were and then we started talking natural hair and I was like oh this gonna be my friend yes we are friends and you I was like what you use on your hair and you were like activator activator that's that's my number one (laughs) recommendation if you ain't got no activator you better go get you some (laughs) and I was like that's it and you were like that's it I just use activator I was like (laughs) And then um, we got through, well, you left the MPA program and went to the Bowen School of Law. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished out. I didn't finish. I know. I never finished. I know. Yeah. I yeah. Life was lifing. You was lifing. Life Getting was your JD. It wasn't the JD. You know, I had um, family issues and, um, you know, I had to put the city on my back, you know. Mm. And, and, and when I said, what can I do? Am I going to get this money or I'm going to go to school and mm. and do the the task that they got set before me 
or am I gonna get this money? I right. really, I really needed to get money in that point in my life. I needed to, I needed to move my family. Yeah, I needed to get my mother closer. Yeah, you know, I needed to, I needed to do some things, and so yeah, you did you it. Know. Yeah, and you did it. Yeah, you, you, you moved me. Yes, girl, <laughs> I sold you this house. You sold me this house. <laughs> I was, I was riding around trying to get it. You were. Yeah. And you did. You did. I'm so glad we met. But that's that's my story. That is so funny. You know, I remember that. Um, one of the times, another time that I really remember is we were in a um, managing public disputes class. Yes. Remember that class uh-huh. that summer? <laughs> yes. You remember that summer? Managing yes. public disputes. Yes. Yes. And we were able to just, um, just to, 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 voice our opinions yeah. and to um to be advocates to be you know to pretend or to practice being advocates for our community and right. I just really really enjoyed that time yeah. and I enjoyed that time with you it was like Saturdays yep. it was like coming mm-hmm. out on Saturdays mm-hmm. all day on all Saturdays day. Yep. and um I that's that's the time that really solidified our friendship yeah. for me yeah because yeah. we were in the same group yeah we had to do a working group yeah yeah yeah, we go back. Yeah, we got we got some history. We got some history. Real we got some images, history. Real you know. images. We got some history around here. Shell, you said you said you know I'm I'm gonna start I'm I'm starting a nonprofit. <laughs> It's like, okay, girl. Well, okay, then. And I said, I need you on my board. And you was like, all right. Okay. And, and you did that. Yeah. You did thank that. You. And you are still doing that to this day. I'm so proud of you. Okay. I'm I'm done. Okay. Because well, we about to get the crying up in here. Okay. So um, we're going to start with the, uh, with the topic at hand. And I always ask my guests, what does the respectable woman mean? to them and so this is the respectable quotes podcast what is the respectable woman to you and so i gotta say um whenever people say respectable to me i kind of cringe why don't cringe i kind of cringe because i feel like many times when people say respectable and and especially when they reference respectable black women Mm. It's it's a term or it, it's a term that's meant to like control us and to inhibit our um our freedom and our our our, our energy and the essence of who we are. Mm. So um I feel like I feel like this term that is so can be so empowering yeah has been like co opted mm-hmm. to like to like con- try to try to control women. Yeah. Are you a respectable woman? Mm-hmm. You know, is your dress? Let me get a ruler out. Right. And and see how long your shorts are, and maybe I'll send you home from school. You know. Yeah. Respectable. Are you mm-hmm. respectable or mm-hmm. not? And so I feel like the word has been co-opted, but in the perfect world, yes, respectable means like I am. Um, I'm vibrating so high. You know. Mm. I'm vibrating. I am vibrating really, you really are. high right now. <laughs> I'm vibrating so highly. Um, it's the the vibe that anybody that encounters me is gonna be love. Yeah. Um, I am um, just not indulging in anything that's petty or yeah. um, or common. Respectable. You mm-hmm. know, I've got my head held high. I'm not going to allow fear to stop me. I'm not gonna allow. 
um, any hater to yeah. stop me. I'm not going to let somebody just come up and steal my joy. I'm respectable. Yeah. You know, you, you yeah. got, and when I'm respectable, you got to respect me. Yeah. It ain't, it's not no option. It's you some, don't get a choice. It's boss shit. You know, <laughs> you know, for real, because I'm, I would never disrespect you, you right, know, right, and right. So, and because I'm a respectable woman. Right. And, um, respect is the minimum is the minimum. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. But see, this is, I, I love how you said, like, you cringe at first and it's, you know, respectable has been co-opted. I think that's why I put it in quote, in quotations, mm-hmm. um, intentionally. And that's why I, my cover is me, um, giving ode to a movie character I, that was out here murdering. Shit. <laughs> Michelle B-Born. When I saw the pictures of you in the white, I said, oh, she's for real. She is not playing. <laughs> Just like when she said she was starting her at non-profit how real images Michelle B-Born. She's not playing. The MB Truth. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's it. So I, Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And that's respectable. That's respectable. I respect that. Yeah. All yeah. day, every day. Um, respectable women set a goal. Mm-hmm. And they surprise themselves, you know. And I sure in the hell has surprised myself. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Set goals and work towards them. Respectable women, respectable women, respectable black women <laughs> keep the world going. Yes. yes. You know, respectable women keep the world going, but respectable black women gotta man, let me tell you. Respectable black women mm-hmm. have a baby on their breast mm. that don't even belong to them. Mm. And they got one on their back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? respectable respectable taking care of everything everything and everybody yep yeah oh okay well that's what that segues into the topic of boundaries my love um so i feel like and i'm gonna get to this story um in a little bit but when i you know i call i think i called you either first or second it was between you and cc who i called and say, hey, My I need sister. y'all, your sister, Cece. But I definitely, when I look back at the list and saw the boundaries episode, I was like, this is for Rhonda. Um, and I know that it's been a journey for you. Ooh. I know it has been. Um, but when, in your life's journey, when did you realize that you had to set boundaries for yourself? Oh my goodness. So I feel like I, there have been multiple times in my life where I felt like I could die. Mm. I felt like I could die. Like mm-hmm. I felt like I had had given, not even given, people had taken. Ooh. People had taken all of, all of everything that I had, you mm. know? And it was because I had failed to protect myself I have have failed to love I have failed to love myself enough to say to others the others that I loved yeah that no yeah no I can't I cannot I I cannot forego my rest yeah to do another thing that you thought about just thought about doing Mm -hmm. you know I would I would love to do that with you but I don't have the the energy you know and I do more than most I know. I do more than most 
anybody that I know that I know. I know. And so when and, I, and giving myself the grace for that, you know, that's that's when I realized like you got you really have to set some boundaries. You cannot do ever everything. You can't everything. do everything. You have to decide. You have to prioritize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Decide what you're gonna do. And you've got to set boundaries with everything else. Now, I love everybody. And I wish I could be all the things to all the people. Yeah. But I cannot. You can't. No one can. No. No No one can. So, that's when I realized that I had to um, to set some boundaries to um, just to, like, protect myself. And one of the things that... um, it's so basic. It's so elementary. We've heard it since we were very small children mm-hmm. on the plane. They say, put the mask over mm-hmm. your face mm-hmm. before you try to help the children, the elderly, anybody else yeah. other than yourself. You need to put the mask over yourself, over your face. And so, you know, I I, I have really, and I've got a long way to go. I yeah. do. But, I, but I've set boundaries like, I'm going to rest. Yeah. I will check out. Yeah. You know, I, I've, I've got mechanisms in place and people in place at this point, but I'll check out. Yeah. And take the rest that I need, take the peace that I need, whatever. Yeah. Do you feel like, too, because you're, you're Aries. I am. Yeah. You're a Leo. And I'm a Leo. Mm-hmm. It's that fire. <laughs> All we need is a Sag <laughs> up here and we <laughs> burn it down. Well, my moon is Sag, so I can we can we can still burn it down. You know, the fire pit out, is in the back. You can go out there in a minute. I just found <laughs> out that my moon is the Virgo, and that like explains Ooh, so much of my life. Does. Oh my god, it does. It does. Well, we're not okay. okay. Well, we're about to get I'm deep sorry. into birth charts. And I'm that, sorry. Okay, but my point, <laughs> my point is, you have that you're that it girl, and and a lot of people who have that um that self-starting that fire that i'm gonna go ahead and get it started and finish it off for you um those are the people that their boundaries are um disrespected the most because i know Veronica can do it so let me call her i know that it's in her that she can get this started or she can see it through or she knows exactly who to call, what to do, how to plan. It's, it's because you're the it girl. Does that make sense? It makes so much sense. That's why I got so many jobs. Like I was talking to you earlier yeah. about all of the things that I need to do in the next couple of days. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I, I, I still struggle with this. Yeah. I really do still struggle with this because there are so many things that I care about. Mm-hmm. So many people that I care about, and you want to because you know that you are capable, mm-hmm. and you know that you can. Um, and many times you are the best, the best person to do it. Like yeah. if somebody was gonna do it, you could do it the best. Yeah, but you can't do everything. One of the things that I'm learning too is that you can do a lot more. You can't do everything, but you can do a lot more if you. Have a team yes. of people and delegate. Yes, yes, and yes. delegate. I'm still struggling with that too. You know, mentor. Mm-hmm. You know, bringing people into the game, showing them the game. You know, mm-hmm. not gatekeeping. You know, and that's one of the things I'm really, really, really um, thankful for 
it's because so many people were willing to open the door for me. Yeah. And to um say, okay, this is how you do this. This you can you can do this, and if you make this and you put this together, and you can get this, yeah. you know, yeah. And this don't go over here, you know. Mm-hmm. People, so many people have been throughout my life have been willing to, um, to like just show me the way, yeah. you know. And so yeah. I'm very thankful that for that, and that is one of the things that has ma- that makes me so capable because I stand on I stand on the shoulders of a lot man, yeah, giants. Yeah. Like straight. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I feel the same way too. I, you know, my giants are different. My giants are, well, I consider my giants like my, and we from the country, but I consider them like my family, my, you know. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, they don't live the life. They live the life at a different time. Uh, where they really had to, they couldn't be on no punk shit. I'm sorry. Like they had to, they had to man up, woman up. They had to stand against a lot of adversity. And so they, I listened when they would, when they talked, when I was coming up, oh, I would listen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I would listen and uh, I'm sure you can relate. I was smart enough to listen and and sit off to the side. Me too. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a play. I ain't even over here. Don't don't even look over here. I don't don't send me to bed. I'm right, not right. I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm just gonna follow. Listen, I'm fading into the background because uh, I need to soak up all the game. Me too. Yeah, my uncle used to used to look at me and laugh and be like, "Girl, I forgot you were sitting right yes, there." That was the get, point. Yeah, he'd get <laughs> to cussing and stuff, and he'll stop. Oh, oh, excuse me, baby, I didn't know you, but I'm listening. I'm listening, and how he handled people, I took that. You need that. I need that, and yeah. I handle folks sometimes a little bit like you know Richard Lee Gill did. You know, rest in peace to my uncle and my mama. Um, it, yeah, and so I learned a lot yeah. from from them, and but it's still hard because they had strong boundaries too. My mama was quick to tell somebody no, baby. Mm-hmm. Even May was the queen of no, and I'm like, dang, you a little harsh, ain't you? Um, but now you know the old folks they keep living. So now that I <laughs> just keep living, just keep living. Now I see, I see a little bit more of how she moved and why she moved in that way. And, you know, my mom is the total opposite. Is she? Yeah. My mother uh, my mother will give and give and give. And that's one of the reasons that I have... Um, that's one of the reasons that I set boundaries so hard because I, I used to see how people would take from her. Uh-huh. And, um, I, but I aspire to be as... I, I wish I had the courage to be as loving as she is. Mm. You know? I wish I had the courage for that. Because my whole life I would look and be like, uh uh-uh, uh, no. You know mm-hmm. why you know, why you keep these people that ain't even and you keep and why and we ain't even but you over here, uh uh, you know, those mm-hmm. types of things. Mm-hmm. But I, I I aspire to have the courage to love like that, you know? Mm. And so so it's like you got boundaries. It's it's a balance. Yeah, it is. It's a balance because you gotta have boundaries. But you gotta love. That's the reason that we are here. Here to love. Yeah. 
Oh, that is a, such a great point. And your mama is a sweetheart. She barely talks. <laughs> Girl. At least around me. <laughs> but she's Listen a up. sweetheart. But that that is true. Um, and so in in your boundaries and putting healthy boundaries down, do you feel... Mm, how do I ask this based off what you just said? So there is a, there is a balance between boundaries and love and having the courage to love. So in setting your boundaries, did you lose some relationships? And sometimes losing those relationships are not a bad thing if they're not serving you and if they are draining you. I lost a lot. I feel like I lost, I lost everything. I I feel like my boundaries have caused me to lose almost everything I had as far as relationships go. As far as losing, losing them in, in the essence of they are not the same. Mm. You know, when I exercise boundaries, I've lost a lot, you know. And and what I've realized is that um, I would do it again. Mm, I was just gonna ask, do do you regret it? No, no. uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Because I love everybody. It's always love. It's never like me creating a boundary, and that's what people need to understand. Me creating a boundary is is not an affront to you, right? It's not me saying that I don't I I care less about you or anything. It's just I love me, and I really gotta get myself together. When people ask me what I'm doing. My default response is I'm trying to get my life together. Yeah, because that's what I'm over here doing. Right, I'm trying to get my life together. Right, and so me setting this boundary is not an affront to you. It's not me saying I love you any less. It's me saying that I really I've got something that I got to do. Yeah, I've got a me that mm-hmm. I got to take care of in order to do whatever that thing is mm-hmm. at that moment. Mm-hmm. And so I will. I love you still. But I'm, a, I'm, we'll get with you. Yeah. We'll get with you. And, yeah. and, and it never fails. Like, love never dies. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's amazing how, you know, just people resurface when we yeah. coming up out of our, whatever yeah. we've been dealing with, you know, when we come in, it's, it's, it ain't no beef. It's just, you know, I got to get my shit together. And when I do, we can, we can get back. Yeah. Okay. Aries, that's cool. But the Leo in me. Okay. Sometimes when I set my boundary and people disrespect me because I set my boundary, then you need to hide from me and don't Mm. come back once I have my shit together. Mm. Because in a way, you just treated me either dismissively or like, like, I ain't shit. And if you gonna go and get your fan out, if you gonna treat me like that, then go on about your way. And you'll watch me. You'll see me once I have it together. Yeah. But you can't be this close to me anymore. That's a, that's that's you know we're we're both fire signs. Mm-hmm. That is the difference between the Aries and Leo. So I have loved so many Leos in my lifetime. <laughs> like I feel like I'm a Leo expert. We really. are compatible. We are the compatible signs. Oh, I don't know about that, but <laughs> but um, 
I have loved a number of Leos. I had a couple of Virgos, you know. I was in love with a Sagittarius. Yes, whatever. come on, Beyonce. So, you know, the five signs, whatever. Um, Leos feel that way. Leos feel, are, are the most, I feel like are the most, the strongest. We got big the, egos. The strongest of the Zodiac, you know. And um, sometimes I'll be like, hey. Just lined up. It's okay. It's all good. They don't mean no harm, Leos. But Mm -mm. yeah, yeah, I ain't feeling. We go back to the first episode. Fuck this shit. Well, (laughs) there is a place for that too. (laughs) That big Leo. If I love Leos, like that, that Leo energy is unmatched. Thank you. Unmatched. It's 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 a lot at times, but. But I do think, but I try to learn from my friends too that there is a balance. And so when you say there's a balance between love and boundaries, like that that does strike a chord with me. And I do want to explore that a little bit. Um, because there's, there's an area for forgiveness and maybe things weren't personal. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I feel like when somebody... Um, um, this respects a boundary for me that it's malicious mm-hmm. um, and that mm-hmm. is personal and not mm-hmm. all the time that is personal. Mm-hmm. So you saying that balance between love and boundaries. But um, but you said some of the relationships you have lost, they just look different. Like you lost them in a way that they look different to you. They look different. So um, one of the things I'm going to tell you, I learned this. I was, you know, I used to live in Pine Bluff mm-hmm. where it's rough. <laughs> It's rough and a bluff. They they broke in my house like two times before. I was like, I think I might out of move. But I love Pine Bluff. Like it's it's an amazing community. It's a community of um, African American professionals. Mm-hmm. It has its challenges. It is um, it, it 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 it's suffering from um, a lot of issues. One of them is white flight and mm-hmm. white supremacy. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. they got a white hall. In Pine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, they got a white veal. If you go the other way, mm. you know it's 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 difficult. So one of the things I learned in Pine Bluff, I was going to a church called Full Council. Mm-hmm. Um, the pastor is Vincent Johnson, uh-huh. Pastor V. One of the things I learned there, and I have been like, has served me so well throughout my life is a love walk. Ooh. Like I'm on a love walk. I, my quest, my goal is to just love, you know, and Mm -hmm. people are going to do all kind of crazy stuff in the midst of me trying to be on this love walk. But my goal, what I'm tasked with doing is loving them and dealing with them in a situation, in a way that is loving to them and loving to me. Yeah. And and many times for me, that's, I just can't deal with you. Like, I'm not going to deal with you how I would deal with you if I went on this love walk. Right, 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 right. But I can't, I'm not going to deal with you. I cannot, you know, mm-hmm. I got to love me enough to just don't deal with you. I'm not going, I'm not taking it there with you, whatever. And that, that has served me so well because many times the people, the things that people do to you are not malicious. Yeah. Is what I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, all, that's what I want to think because I wear rose colored glasses every day. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not malicious. I think it's because people are dealing with whatever they're dealing with. You know, they're going through, their mind is doing whatever it's doing. People are dealing with mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. They, 
people don't have enough money to pay their bills. They are struggling. You know, it's COVID pandemic that nobody, people, we all want to pretend like it, it it's over or whatever. But people, they miss their time off work. They can't get paid. You yeah, know, yeah, people yeah. doing, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's so yeah. many things that's going on in the world. And my auntie said to me the other day, misery loves company. And it's a very simplistic way of saying that, you know, when people's energy are is low, mm-hmm. They try when they see somebody whose energy is high, they try to grab it. Yeah. And in a way they try to grab it is many times it's like a it's it's negative and they yeah. they coming for you on some crazy it's 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 weird. But it's not malicious a lot mm-hmm. of the times. And you gotta stay on a love walk. And I ain't saying that you indulge in that right. silliness that they got going on, you know, maneuver around them, but treat them as lovingly as you can as you move away from the silliness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you said a lot. That helped me. Okay. I'm trying. It's a love walk, girl. It's a lo- I'm trying. I ain't, Listen, I have not perfected it. Don't understand. Please understand. I have not perfected it. But I you're would- practicing it. And I think that's the important piece that you're practicing it. Yeah. And not taking it personal. Not taking it personal. That big e- ego of a Leo, baby. Ooh. That thing is sensitive. So, but that's a good thing to try to practice going into out of this year and into 2023. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm. You don't preach to me on my own podcast. Let's continue. One thing. <laughs> one thing in particular, I wanted to ask you about when it came to boundaries and how. Um, relationships may have been different. I don't know when you did this. It may have been a year or two ago or longer. I can't keep up post-COVID. I don't know time anymore. But I saw this and I said, ooh, shit, but she she ain't wrong. Girl, you got on that good old book of the face and you said to everybody, if you got legal advice, don't call my cell phone. Yeah, I said that. If you got legal, if you need legal advice and you are my family and my friends, please call this 1 800 number. Please. And get on the list for me to call you back or have somebody to call you back and set up a consultation and an appointment. Please. And I said, oh, shit just got real. Girl! <laughs> Oh, that was here. listen. That was another time I felt like I was gonna die because I really need me a me, um, but I don't have me a me. Um, so the the thing with that was, I I love people. I love everybody that I love, and it's yes. a lot of people, yes. you know. And my my cell phone has been the same number for twenty years. Yeah. I gotta be four seven nine. <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> okay, okay. But everybody got the number, so people. Well, call me anytime, and I could be, I could be in court, I could be driving. I got a whole office, though. You know, yeah, I keep yeah, an office. Yeah, yeah. And somebody's gonna answer the phone. I don't care if you call at two thirty in the morning. Somebody yeah. gonna answer the phone, right? And they're gonna ask you what you need. They're gonna get a very detailed message from you, and they're gonna give it to me, right? But I cannot feel those calls myself. Yeah. And what 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 ha- what what was starting to happen is, um, I couldn't service people. I would forget. They would call my cell phone. I would forget. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. you know now I'm thinking about whatever when I my office is the mechanism by which mm-hmm. I practice law. 
Right. But people are calling me any time of the day or night about whatever they need. And it was too much. Yeah. It was too much. And it was um, unsustainable for me. Yeah. I could not, I couldn't run my business through my cell phone and I had never put it out there that, you know, please call my cell phone, but people were doing it. And so I just wanted to be clear. Like I really, really, really want to provide a good service, especially to the people that I love. Right. My friends, my family, I want to provide y'all with the best service. But I can't do it through this 479 number. Right. And so please, one eight seven seven three seven six one six zero four eight seven seven three seven six one six zero four. And if you forget, you can go down I thirty. You saw it. I did. I did. I did. And right at the Guy Springs yeah. exit. If you're going west on I-30, yeah. you can see the number on the billboard. Yes. I I'm, saw it. I'm going to make it a little bit bigger, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm doing my thing. You I are. really, I want to, um, my goal is to assist people. The economy is changing, and I, that's not what we're here talking about right. tonight. But the economy is changing, and um, I want to assist people that need to do bankruptcies. Because I used to call me about I'm being evicted. Mm-hmm, you know, can mm-hmm, you help me? Mm-hmm. And it was so, the, the it was a conundrum in the pandemic for me because yeah. the, the, the whole situation was just, I could see both sides. Like the landlord is like, oh, I really need to get paid. Rent. Right. And the people that are living there is like, I don't have no rent to pay you. Right. And I can't, I'm not going to leave here with right. me and my kids. Right. So I did not do any evictions throughout the, um, I don't do evictions no more, you know, based yeah. upon the pandemic. But, I realize that people need debt relief. Yeah. And so that's really the service that I want to provide. I go to the criminal courts. I do a lot of criminal cases. Yeah, you do. And um, I never, you know, most times I leave there feeling like, you know, this ain't justice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just not a good feeling. Yeah. You know, it's when I do bankruptcies, I feel like I have helped people. You yeah. know, when I go to criminal courts, I do. I, I listen. I'm a, I'm going to the mat on it every time. Yeah. You know, but the this, the system is not created for you to win. Mm-hmm. You know, you had a little bit of weed in your car. You didn't have your. Uh, you didn't have no medical marijuana car. You didn't go pay for that. So. Your PTSD is undiagnosed, and now you got to get your driver's license suspended. You got to, you know, report to the probation officer. You got to pay $1,500 in fines, whatever. It's it's not a good feeling when I go and usher people through that process. Yeah. Because it's some bullshit to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. So, And, And let me ask you this. When you put that post up, and this is my assumption, being a small town girl myself when you put a boundary down like that with your family and friends and all of a sudden you sedated you done left your folks and went and got this big education that's the other side of of you know coming you know um, did any of that happen or did most people go ahead and see it in the way that you just explained it? I have to give you guys the best service and I'm going to forget you if you call my cell phone. I'm in the middle of working a case. Yeah. The people that didn't, that didn't see it um, in the spirit in which it was given, which was 1000% love, they didn't say nothing to me about it. You know? Okay. Okay. They okay. didn't. And I'm sure, you know, 
whatever, you know. Yeah. They didn't say anything. But most of my people, they was like, girl, you know, you sure all right. You know, I, I know I called you at three in the morning. You you were asleep and, and you still answered the phone and you and you told me what I needed to know. But yeah, you right. Yeah. I ain't had no, I shouldn't, you know, I'm going I'm to respect your boundaries. Yeah. And the people that love you will do that. Will do that. And we'll the people do that. that, the people that do not. They're never. They're gonna take from you until you got sense enough mm. to put up a boundary. And if you don't, they're gonna take all you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that served well for you because mm-hmm. I I took it as oh yeah, like yes, I you know because I've you know I've been close enough. I can't say I've been close up, but I've been close enough to see you work hard and be tired. And knew that, you know, back in the day, your Fridays were your nap day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That you un- you didn't work on Fridays um, back in the day. And I, I saw you um, getting it all sorted and figured out. Um, and then you helped me in the process. Not only did you, were you my realtor, you were my probate attorney. I was. Yeah. I was. Yeah. And so... Um, you know, and and I and, and I think we got through it great, um, cause those were two very stressful times, and I'm glad I had your energy calming me down, telling me Michelle now, cause I like fuck this, we ain't gonna close fuck this shit, we ain't closing, fuck we it, they, we got like, they can have the house, fuck it, I don't want, it. I don't want the house no more, and you was like, we gonna close, calm down. It's going to be fine. And it was, you know, um, and likewise with probate. And so watching you hustle hard and then helping me at the same time, I want to make sure I wasn't doing anything. You know, you get what I'm saying? And I knew it was business. Um, but I, I want to respect you to like when I'm going off and having my dramatics it's during the time that you got space to handle my dramatics, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not on the days where I know that you're going to rest and you really need to decompress and have your time to yourself. And so it's just real interesting to, to be in your space at that time. Well, I appreciate you and I appreciate you tr- entrusting me with these major life issues that you have allowed me to help you with. So thank you so much for that, sis. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm happy that you were pleased with the service that I could provide to you. Yes. Um, also, I want to say thank you for for respecting my boundaries. Yeah. You know because the people like like you said the the people that love you and that care for you and and value what you bring to the table are gonna say okay if if that's what I need to do in order to to make this work. Then that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, and I um I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So, tell us closing out. Um, when I said something to Cece about you doing this episode, Cece was like, "Yeah, for Rhonda to tell you no in a minute." Like, <laughs> hey, Crystal C. Mercer. <laughs> Girl, you know I ain't never told you no. I don't think you've ever told her no, but I think, and you've never told me no, but we know, we know by how you move that if you don't want to do something, you ain't going to do it. Um, I'm not, I ain't coming. I'm, I ain't coming. Right. <laughs> it ain't even no question of who's going to be there. You don't even ask who's going to be there. I'm not coming. Period. And so 
I call that the power of no. And I know that there's been this thing of the power of yes, say yes to everything. You know, it's a balance. Um, But I think that there's a power in saying no. So how do you prioritize what you say yes to and what you say no to? Because I know you get called to do some of everything just based off um, still going off of, you know, the personality, the TV personality of 2006, somewhere in there. Yeah, it was 2000, around that time. Yeah, like still, that you still riding that. Then you got your education and your career and your expertise as an attorney. So I know your phone still rings to come and do different things. How do you prioritize what you say yes to and what you say no to? That's such a good question because um, my default, it really is yes. You know, my default is yes. As much as I talk about boundaries, my default is yes because I want to do things. Yeah. You know, I want to be the change that I want to see. You know, I want to help. I want to do all these things. But um, the way that I prioritize is um, I've come up with a a couple because I care about all of the things. Yeah. You know, I want to change the minimum wage, and we have here yeah. in Arkansas. You know, I care about women, re- women's reproductive rights. Yeah, we marched. Yeah, you know, yep. we um, we've done so many things in that vein. We um, I care about the empowerment of women and girls. Yeah, real images. Yes, um, served as a board member. I care about any mass incarceration in the mm-hmm. state of Arkansas and throughout this country and the world. Yes. I care about that. I care about the empowerment of black, brown, indigenous people, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, there are so many things that come up in issues that arise. So my default is yes, but I have defined my platform to a couple of issues. Okay. Because I'm only one me. You're only one person. At this time. Um. So um, I've, I've defined my, my platform as um, I want to ensure that underserved, under-resourced communities can maintain their property mm. um, and their agricultural mm-hmm. wealth throughout this country. Um, and so I'm an advocate for um, proper estate planning and yeah. um, heirs property education yes. so that people that own, own this property um, can learn how to make it profitable. Mm-hmm. How can learn can learn how to retain their property so that it's not in the hands of, of somebody else when you know slaves mm-hmm. pitched pennies to buy, to buy this mm-hmm. land. I have um, I work on of course death penalty issues yeah. and abolishing the death penalty throughout this country through the state yeah. and country. And um, I work to um, help to end mass incarceration in the state of Arkansas. I'm the the president of the board of the Decarcerate Arkansas campaign. Um, And and then every day I go out and I try to pursue justice for my clients um, at the law office of Feronda Brassfield. And so beyond that, um, I, I can't take on anything else. Yeah, I, it's, it's things, I, like I can't take ownership of things. Mm-hmm. Now, if I've got a free day on my calendar, 
I, I would love to come and support, you yeah. know, but taking ownership where I've got to put another thing on my back mm-hmm. and carry it. I don't have the capacity to, to do that. And so that's one of the things that's really helped me in my journey is to understand how many things that I can carry mm-hmm. versus how many things that I can support. Mm. Oh, that's good. That's good. When Tisa was here, she did the last episode, the prior episode. She said she had this dream where she was, and we're going to talk about your dream when once we get off, once we stop recording, because I want to know. Yeah. Okay. But she said she had this dream um, that she was just like weaving in and out off the road. She was hitting stuff. She was hitting signs and all this stuff off the road, and she wanted to know what she asked God, what did that mean? And her clarity was, stay on the path that I've given you. If I didn't give it to you, then you don't need to try to do it. And so she says she's on this journey where she's finding what she does well and simplifying some things and not doing everything. And so that struck me when you said, these are my platforms. These are the things that I will take ownership of that I'm passionate about. And streamlining it one, two, three, or one, two, three, four. I think that's really smart. And then what you take ownership of versus what you come out and support. Yep. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Because, you know, I have been... When you're capable, mm-hmm. like you said before, mm-hmm. people will bring things to you mm-hmm. for you to take ownership of because mm-hmm. you are a capable person. Good help is very hard to find. Yeah. As a business owner, I know it. Yeah. You know, it's very hard to find somebody that can, and people will put issues and jobs and responsibilities into your lap. And, you know, they will offer you compensation for it, you know. Yeah. But you have to determine as, what is my capacity? Right. Like, really i've got to sleep yeah at some point yeah so what really realistically what can i take on and then what what is the value that i need to try to bring in based Mm -hmm. upon all of these things that i'm giving my time and my energy to yeah yeah oh okay you got me having to do some reflection this week even oh okay um Last question that was not on the list. It came to me. You ain't got to answer it. People ask me all the time, and this ain't got nothing to do with boundaries. Okay. People ask me all the time, when am I running for office? And I say, hell to the no, to the no, no, no. Hell no. <laughs> to the no, no, no. Hell to, to the, the no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As I hear you speak, I do feel it from you. Do you, this is the journalist coming out of me. This is the journalism minor coming out of me with the question. Exclusively, exclusively on the Respectable Woman podcast. Have you thought about running for office in in the future? Or do you feel like the, the platforms you have that you can better attack those or move forward with those? in the career that you're in right now? Oh, I I wasn't even planning on saying all of this (laughs) tonight. But here we are. (laughs) 
Here we are. Okay, so I have I have thought about public office, and I've thought about it many times, and, and more than one person has asked me, yeah. you know, about public office, or what about this public office, or can we support you for this public office? Yeah. I think that public officials and people that will take up their civic duty and do and and be a representative for the people my hat is off to them mm-hmm. my I, they have all of um, I give them all of the honor and respect mm-hmm. that they are due because that is a enormous responsibility yeah I don't think that I'm the person to do that I um people say it all the time from venue to venue is that um I march to the beat of my own drum. Yeah. And it is absolutely not a white supremacist drum. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The way that they play with these people up here at this Arkansas legislature, the um federal, you know, what Senate, <laughs> the Congress, mm-hmm. the way that they mm-hmm. play with people when you come to them with the honest to God truth and yeah. fairness and liberty and justice for all. Mm-hmm. And they look at you and say, get your black ass out of here. <laughs> you, got the, you got the audacity to bring your black ass in here and ask for some liberty and justice. It's not for you. Ooh, you I'm laughing, but, I, but you telling and, the Listen, truth. I have beat my head up against the wall. I've been to the, to the legislation, talked to the people, and, and they looked me in my face and was like, hell no. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. And so, um, I don't think I've got the temperament for yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I say. That. That's what I always say. But I absolutely will continue to donate. Yeah, I will continue. Um, as a matter of fact, one of my life goals is to be a philanthropist. Yeah, and to make sure that people that are going to that are willing to to fill those roles mm-hmm. and to um, you know, stand in the gap for us. Yeah. Um, whether it be in the legislatures, whether it be in Congress, where it be, whether it be if you want to run for the president, yeah. you know, yeah, Chris Jones, yeah, the next governor of Arkansas, yeah, we speak in that, you we know, speaking it, yeah, but. Whether I want to be in a position to support those people. Right, and so right. I got to, you know, maneuver out here in this world so that mm-hmm. I can support those people. Yeah. You know, I think that policy and um, influencing policy is one of the best ways for for me to 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 contribute. do what I do. Yeah. And to contribute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think being in the seat because I like to cuss. Yeah, and I will cuss your ass. I don't. Like I don't play those types <laughs> of games, and I'm not good with the whole, you know, mm. whatever, whatever. And then they, when they look in your face, and they be like, "Hell no," you know, like, "Oh, I wanted to put some justice and fairness. Can I please have some liberty, please?" If you don't give a damn, we don't give a fuck. Okay, and and and. That's why I won't run for office. Yeah. People ask me that all the time. I can't. I can't. Because I will slip up and say something on air. Know that my mic is on. And it, 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 yeah. And you'll so. be 100% justified. But, you know, they'll play like, they don't know. You know, like, oh my God. She came on the air and she said shit. And <laughs> she has no business being in the public Ooh, office yes uh okay well i had to ask but yeah. maybe we will one day start a foundation or something to help support 
Yes, absolutely. We can do. We can, we can talk about that when we when we log off. When we yeah. log off the air, we should talk about that. Um, yeah. But that's not that my my goal and my path and plan right now. You know, I can never say where God is pushing me because God right, has right, placed right. me and pushed me into places that I would have never gone had it been for Feranda. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But God was like, okay, no, you're going to go over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to do this or you're going to do it. Right. It ain't no or. You right. Know? It's no right. options. And so, you know, I can't speak for um, the plan that God has for my life. I just, I, I don't, I don't play. Yeah. Know, Them silly, games. Silly games. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I've asked all of my questions. Because I got boundaries. Because you got boundaries. Um. All right. Well, that's all I got for you. Uh, <laughs> all the questions plus questions that I didn't put on your list. Thank you for answering that. Um, okay. So tell the folks how they can follow you, reach you, contact you publicly, not privately. Boundaries. How can the people get in touch with you? 479. No. Okay. <laughs> You're right, because we got a boundary there. Do not call my cell phone. If you got that 479 number, don't call me about your legal issues. But um, you can reach out on, um, I'm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm the Real Feranda. I am on Facebook, the Law Office of Feranda Brassfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I am working with um, KKAC to ensure that Minority landowners are um, are educated about estate planning and about their options with their heirs' property. I'm working with the Eighth Amendment Project to effectively end the death penalty and abolish the death penalty in this country and in all of its 50 states. And um, you can just reach out. Like, I'm right around the way. So when you see me, say, hey. <laughs> You know, come, you know, if you see me, say, hey, and that's, that's what I got going on. Call me. What's that? At the office. Yes. What's the office number? Oh, the office number is 1-877-376-1604. Keep calm and call for Rhonda. Rhonda. Yes, ma'am. Um, you guys can follow me on IG and Twitter, the underscore MB underscore truth. Uh, Ferrana, thank you for doing this. Um, I just, you've given me some stuff I need to carry away and, and take and meditate on. So I appreciate you for talking to the people. This was fun. I'm going to have to um, come back and, and, and be blessed by all what we said tonight, too. Yes, yeah. yes. I'll make sure to send you the link to the episode. Um, okay, guys. We only have two episodes episodes left in this season. And then I don't know what season two will look like or if season two will happen. Um, but one thing that will help me consider is if you go on and subscribe, um, like, rate, leave a comment. Um, that'll let me know how to move forward. But we have two episodes left. The next one is Walking the Path. And um, that guest is going to be the only male to take the mic. My daddy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll be a great conversation. I cannot wait to hear that. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear it.
like to hear that. But um, so make sure you look forward to that and tune in. Um, and you guys practice your boundaries and practice your love this week. And we'll holler at you guys later.